0: know how well I put through the intro this time. Hello, welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Hall, with me as always, my amazing co-host, Patrick Terry. What's up, buddy? What's how's up, it going? Man? Doing all right. Yeah. How's, how's this day treating you so far?
1: Um, not bad. No. Nah. It's more it's a little more um, sun outside than it was last week when we recorded so yeah that's sure. a plus. Agreed.
0: That's a uh, hug. Cool. Yeah cool man. Anything exciting going on? No, not really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um I might hear a little background noise in case my sister has to come out and get something from my niece, but <laughs> other than that,
0: should be good. <laughs> yeah. cool. Cool, cool. Uh, Well, as at least for us, Metro and Nashville kids, Mm. we uh, it uh, it uh, it's fall break, so York is just chilling. Um, Of course, his Xbox is acting up again, so we're going through the ups and downs of it working and not working and working and not working. So he's been uh, he's been. He's been playing a lot on the Switch, doing his stuff there until we can get it fixed, and also on right. uh, on the Wii, out, out in the you know, living room, so. Okay.
1: But yeah, we're just chilling, man.
0: Yeah. Grayson's on fall break also, but at the same time, her kindergarten's now called Explorers, so it's not school school, it's like fun stuff. So she's still there. Okay. Yet. Yep, so. it's cool. Yeah. So we uh, we're doing good though, man.
1: Good. Yeah, my daughter's on spring break. I mean I spring break Kylie. Fall break this week right. also. So that's the way everybody's trying. Yeah, I think everybody's all synced up on their fall break. It's not like yeah. a week off or whatever, but um brother County yeah. is also on fall break. Oh, okay. I don't know if she'll I thought she was gonna come over this weekend, but I guess she's gonna wait till later than the week.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, York and his mom are gonna go go to the cabin. Rent a cabin. They're gonna go there. I guess Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. And spend the rest of the weekend, weekend there, and just chill, play some board games, have some good, had some fun. So. Yeah. Cool. You? Yep. All right, man. Um. So yeah, the watch party was fun last night. Yeah. Um. First time for us doing that. At least uh, using the cast and chat and everything. That was fun. <clears throat> I think it added more to it. At least it did for me. I had more fun because I was able to drop my little one-liners here and there and whatnot so it was had fun
1: right so and i guess to to do voice and whatnot you have to get the sign up for the premium service to be able to do that
0: yeah i don't think we're gonna be doing it enough to utilize doing that so chat worked just fine yeah and that way you can still hear the movie too you know and you're not missing anything true um when it's a movie you haven't seen. If it's a movie everybody's seen a bunch of times, then it's not as big a deal. But, yeah, um, but yeah no, it's, uh, I had a good time. Uh, next week is Pastor, So, another one I have not seen, but I know um, my wife's been wanting to watch it. So, and I know How Did, how did This Get Made did an episode on it. Uh, yeah. So, I actually listened to it. All right, and so... Uh, it's a. It'll be an interesting film for sure. It was made for. It was like essentially it's a student film. It was made for thirty five thousand dollars. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. Dude got. because he kept trying to type um, Velociraptor, and mm-hmm. autocorrect to Velocipaster. So that's mm-hmm. what gave him the idea for it. So. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah the trailer itself is. It's, it's, it's going to be some fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's. Yeah. It'll be good. So uh, that'll be this coming Sunday, the 11th. Did yeah, I actually check the board? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, let's let's say let's go ahead and get after it. Um, <clears> or <throat> get into it. Uh, Vampires versus the Bronx. Yeah. Uh, came out this past Friday. Um, runtime one hour 25 minutes. Uh, it's about a group of friends from the Bronx that fight to save their neighborhood from gentrification. Sorry, I had to throw that Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carol came from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Uh, and uh, from gentrification and vampires. <laughs> this is an amazing concept. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, what a great idea to, you know, have a just fun kind of hokey movie, but also have a message about gentrification. I'm like, that's like the best way to kind of blend things together. I really, I i like to, that's, it, uh, it was directed and co-written by Osmani Rodriguez. The other co-writer was Blaze Hemingway. And... So the director um has mostly done TV. He's directed episodes of AP Bio, shrill, uh, mixed mixed-ish Detroiters and a Michael okay. Shea and a Michael Shea, uh stand-up special. The co-writer, Boys Hemingway, uh dur- or wrote the screenplay for the Playmobil movie. <clears throat> and one of my daughter's kind of favorites ugly dolls I'm talking about take <clears throat> this back when I was taking one for the team ahead of time <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> yeah I don't think I've watched that yet yeah you're good on that one man <laughs> even with even Kelly Clarkson can't see that movie <clears throat> <Wow. clears throat> so it stars uh Jaden Michael as Miguel Martinez who plays essentially Miles Morales type character without the Spider-Man powers? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was getting those vibes. Yeah, Miles also, Morales yeah. and Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, Gerald Jones the third played Bobby Carter, and Gregory Diaz the fourth played Luis Acosta. And then it also stars Sarah, Gide- or Sarah Gadon as Vivian. Method Man as a priest, which I found hilarious. Uh he played Father Jackson. Shea Wiggum, a great character actor, played Frank Polidori. Uh Coco Jones played Rita, aka the MJ of this film. We're yeah. following the Spider-Man uh thread here. And Chris Redd from Saturday Night Live uh played Andre. So I think that was it. Uh don't think there was anything that I wish that I would... write. There's a cameo at the beginning, but we won't give that away. Oh, I actually her. didn't recognize it. Yeah. I actually didn't recognize her. That was a funny. That yeah. was a funny thing.
1: As soon as I saw her, I was like, huh. So uh, looked it up later. Oh, that was her. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> I
0: think I was still trying to figure out and make sure everything was working properly. So I kind of... Yeah. Preoccupied, I guess is a good word for it. <clears throat> okay. So, yeah. Uh, essentially... The buildings in the neighborhood around where these three kids you know these three young juveniles i don't know we do think they're probably 11 12.
1: um let's see the 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 mj of this is 16 so i say yeah. maybe 13 yeah 12, 12
0: 13 12. yeah okay yeah so yeah so they uh miguel's going around with these flyers for a block party to help save the bodega that Mm -hmm. they all frequent and are friends with um tony the owner of of it and uh so they're trying to organize this thing handing out flyers and, and because all the places around them are being are either closing down or getting bought up by the uh by this corporation that's buying up all the property that's called uh, Murnau or Murnau, uh Enterprises or properties, mm-hmm. properties, which is a nod to the director F.W. Murnau, who directed Nosferatu. Uh, the image that's with the uh, with the logo is a picture of Vlad the Impaler, which was which everyone knows was the real life inspiration for Dracula. So that was kind of cool but sorry about that hey uh, yeah, you're good um just writing the time code down so I can know when to edit out. So I yeah. think a long <laughs> pause in there. Okay. Okay. Sir Murno Properties is buying up the properties in this in this uh, in the neighborhood of the Bronx and the kids are trying to essentially save it. It's basically breaking without the breakdancing. They're not trying to save community center. They're trying to save the entire neighborhood from the evil corporations. Yeah. We, we find out early on that Murnau Properties is basically owned by vampires. And they're trying to find a new place to essentially live. Or right. not live? How does that work?
1: <laughs> live as the undead. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Reside, I guess. Yeah. And so, yeah, so they Miguel witnesses somebody sent that or one of the kind of a. there's also this gang that's trying to recruit Bobby into uh, into their group to kind of join them and work for them. And he's slowly kind of getting sucked into it. Uh, Miguel's trying to talk him out of it. Yeah. He gets chased by one of the one of the thugs, and he ends up hiding from him. And the thug then meets one of the vampires, and so Miguel witnesses one of the vampires, you know, doing the attacking Taking him out. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a little. A little kiss on the neck. Um, and he even made them so float. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they float. So they... Yeah. I mean, maybe that's... I don't know. Maybe that's how they get... Maybe that's how vampires get in correction. They float up in the air and kind of get that euphoria. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. So. Yeah, something. so. Like yeah. An
1: intimate moment
0: for, him, for yeah, them. I guess. <laughs> it's definitely a high. <laughs> yeah.
1: Literally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we, they... <laughs> So then of course Miguel tries to go and tell his friends about what he saw and of course nobody's believing because no. you know, vampires aren't real, blah blah blah. Right. so they they don't believe him and it takes a while and he's trying to convince everybody, of course nobody's believing him, they think it's nuts. So they try to prove it and they go to the they go to the uh Bruno properties and try to meet with essentially they want to go talk to the manager, essentially. <laughs> Tried to right, make when right. trying to sound like a bunch of Karens want to go talk to a manager and uh, you know they because they have an actual human working for them <clears throat> at the front desk and so they actually didn't think they'd actually be able to meet with them and right. so you know he, she basically comes back and says he'll be with you in just a minute and so sure enough then she starts lowering, lowering the blinds <clears throat> that are made out of metal at least they look like it at least they don't they're extreme. Either that, or they're extremely thick, room darkening shades, and uh, they end up talking with them, and they're like, "Oh, cra-. they see the shades go down." They're like, "Oh, sh-. they kind of had that oh shit moment." <laughs> we're not getting out of this. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We we're not even what did we? This is a dumb idea. What did we get ourselves into? Right. And They meet with uh, Shea Wiggum's character, and who seriously. I keep wondering what is with his hair. Some weird like seventies pompadour. Thing going on.
1: I was just trying to rock that Jermaine Jackson. I I don't have as much jail.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I was just like, what is going on with bro's hair (laughs) in this movie? It kind of bugged me. I'm like, I was like, really? Because when you first meet him early on in the movie, you're like, you you haven't really figured out a time period yet. When you first meet him, I'm like, okay, maybe this takes place in the 70s. That would be cool. No, no. It's It's current time. So that it was really okay. weird. I'm like, all right, he's just out of place. And he just stuck in that time. <laughs> yeah. So he uh but he offers to help donate money to the block party. So they're like, wait a minute, you know, what's going on? And then uh they were able to, you know, get out of the office and so they go back to the boget bodega and they're trying to you know convince Tony the guy that in there, trying to that you know the vampires are real and everything and they had, then of course they ask, do you have a copy of blade and he goes do you have fourteen do you have 14.99 i'm like thinking right i like blade's five dollars bro you can get that in the five dollar yeah. walmart bin
1: yeah All everybody free- should have that already anyway <laughs> you
0: probably get a three pack yes. 15. come on now so i exactly. was <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, but, you know, small businesses, I guess, you know, you got to support them. <laughs> Paid the $15. Yeah. And oh, so they did. Speaking
1: of Blade. Yeah. Speaking of Blade, they're going to have a steelbook come out in uh, December, like a steelbook special edition, oh. anniversary edition. of them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Be pretty, yeah. I know I know, uh, I know. a friend of ours that will be interested in that. He's all about the steelbooks and the 4Ks and all that. I'm yeah. like, okay, man, I, I don't have enough room in my house to be doing all that. If you're young and you're single, please do knock yourself out. There you go. There you go. But yeah, it was, uh, so yeah, so they watched Blade try to take notes and on how to kill vampires and everything, and uh, <laughs> it's just really funny. I was like, I like this. I like this little homage to to Blade. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know, trying to learn, trying to learn how to, uh, trying to learn how to. Uh, Defeat vampires, taking notes. You know, they did like the quick edit to to the sh- to the notebook, writing each note down, and then you know yeah, flipping yeah. back and forth. It was, I like that. It it kind of didn't mess up the pace a little bit, but not enough that it was distracting. Um, right. You know, whenever they would refer back to it, you know. But, a lot yeah, of foreshadowing. Was, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Or no shadowing. I don't. Know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, <that's> no <laughs> that reflect. Sorry. Yeah, that was more no reflection. <laughs> but yeah no this is a fun movie man I, you know so they had to convince people and then they go and try and foolishly try and go fight the vampires without any weapons which i mean come on bro you gotta you have, have something this. yeah man, <laughs> come on you gotta have something you know the rule it's like you wrote down all the rules on what beats them but you didn't take anything but you're gonna try and take out a nest um yeah. Yeah. this was a fun movie though i mean it's it's exactly what you're going to expect from a movie called Vampires versus the Bronx. I mean, it's 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 yeah. I, if you're going to watch this, I would totally let him. I mean, it's PG-13, but I mean, there's a few shits and a few dams, but I didn't I didn't yeah, hear any drop in the violence. Mm-hmm. no, It's nothing like there's oh. rare. There's actually very little blood. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like I honestly don't think it's any worse than watching an episode of Buffy. To be honest, right? So I, agree, agree. You know, so I think this would be fine for um, probably eight to eight and up, really, even though it's reaching 13. It just really depends on on uh, what your view is on on uh, language, I guess. You know, having your, your kids watch things with language. But no, it was a lot of fun. I, I really dug it. You know, and, uh, I like that they did, you know, acknowledge this in this. In this world and and what to you know and to use it as an as a it's <laughs> a learning tool i thought that was awesome um there was i don't know if there was really anything i disliked about it um because of what the movie is you know what i mean yeah it's yeah. i'm not expecting too much like i'm not expecting like a, an actual character arc now i'm not expecting mm-hmm. them to actually like grow and learn something other than how to defeat things and how to work together um but yeah other than that i mean i don't yeah it was fun
1: yeah i mean it seemed pretty self-aware at points and then some nice balance of a little cheesiness a little bit of i think it's a little thrill not 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 heavy thrill but just just enough to kind of yeah balance it out a little bit yeah because you so, have
0: to i mean because a movie like you have to have some sort of tension there has to be yeah. some immediate danger imminent danger yeah. there we go yeah so, yeah no it was, it was a good balance it was a good balance
1: yep definitely uh, worth checking out yep so
0: <clears throat> um and even if you don't have kids it's worth watching too because it's just a oh, fun yeah. movie just a fun movie Good for all ages. Yes, it is definitely a good all-ages film. So, Bro, you know, something i kind of been thinking about, too. Netflix, you know, Netflix used to be hit or miss on their mm-hmm. movies, you know? They've really been doing a good job lately. Like, this past, it up. Couple, past <laughs> few months, the movies that we've always covered, I mean, we yeah, haven't disliked it. Good. Yeah, we haven't disliked the movie yet. I mean, between, obviously, The Sleepover and then... What else did we watch? We watched something else.
1: Uh, the Old like, Guard. Yeah. Are you talking oh,
0: about like
1: a, a rid, oh, more, oh, more original kind of, yeah. type thing?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. It was kind of, I guess, wishy-washy, but we still enjoyed it. You know, still. Yeah. Okay.
1: And yeah. I'm to there was like
0: one we also covered after. But the Babysitter. Were, that, yeah, the Babysitter movies. Both of them. We both liked um, to varying degrees, always <laughs> <degrees>. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, they they've actually been doing better about what movies they put their name behind. So, yeah, true. Yeah. So, cool, cool. Um. So, this week we had, uh, this week we had a uh, family movie night we've just kind of started ever since the babysitter actually or not babysitter since uh the sleepover and yeah. uh, and so this after last week's kind of after last week's kind of uh, going uh, almost mistake of watching a film Grayson wasn't old enough for and then deciding to watch uh the game plan i decided i saw that shark boy and lava girl popped up i was like you know what they would probably like that. I had never seen it. Um, mm-hmm. So we watched it. And uh, yeah, it's a movie. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Family Movie Night was The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I actually didn't even know it actually had The Adventures of. I just saw Shark Boy and Lava Girl because The Adventures of are in smaller type. This movie came out in 2005, originally as a 3D movie. Okay. So that. I think would have been better, and I talked about it, especially with uh, the kids, you know, how this was originally in 3D when it first came out 15 years ago, which is nuts. And the, you know, back then, the, you know, things jumping out, so the special effects probably would look a lot cooler (laughs) than they do right now. Um, Obviously, the film's a little dated, but it's still... You know they still they both really enjoyed it. In fact, Grayson started watching it again yesterday. So, and I wanted to, to double check and make sure York actually really liked it. And he just was yeah, it was okay. No, but he said he actually liked it. I'm like okay, cool. Um, so basically a uh, a young boy is recruited by his imaginary friends Shark Boy and Lava Girl to help save their planet. So yeah. Uh, Max basically gets a friend of his class at school and is talking about uh, what he did over the summer or or something like that. And he's talking about how Sharkboy and Girl tried to recruit him to go on this journey to this planet and help save it. And he couldn't leave because he had school. And so he, uh, they, of course, didn't believe him. He believes it was real. Right and yeah so they so he gets teased and uh, as he goes to bed that night and his parents are fighting his parents are played by David Arquette and Kristen Davis from Sex on the City the teacher is played by George Lopez and uh, in the dream he is the villain he plays Mr. Electric <clears throat> uh, the character's name is Max played by Caden Boyd and Obviously everybody knows Taylor Watner is uh Shark Boy and I guess they had a guess there was something in the contract they had to hire uh two Taylors to play Shark Boy and Lava Girl. So Taylor Watner is Shark Boy, Taylor Dooley plays Lava Girl.
1: <laughs> TNT.
0: TNT, yep. And then uh, Jacob Davich David uh plays Linus or in the Dream World Minus. Um, but yeah they uh so it's directed by robert rodriguez this was following four spy kids movies in mm-hmm. a row so he had done essentially four family or kid movies and decided to go with fifth um by making this one and <clears throat> i missed robert Rodriguez action directing and the way he does shoots movies for adults for kids it's fine like this movie kids will like it adults will not kind of be over it i mean aren't, aren't going to really be that entertained i think if you saw it in 3d you would always be somewhat entertained by the 3d but this is a movie definitely just for your kids <laughs> there's, i mean there's not any like jokes for adults i think it's kind of before uh, kids' movies try to make it more accessible so that, you know, there's a do- jokes for kids and jokes for adults both. Um, kind of like what Disney's been able to do. And so this the script is terrible. I mean, it's just trash rash. The acting is whew, tough to watch. Yeah. But kids are going to like it. Um, I thought it was... Okay, I, yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot of things happen because it's in a dream. <clears throat> so they're trying to, there's a lot of weird things going on. They're basically, they're trying to save this planet that is supposed to be a fun planet in his dream, in dream world. But Mr. Electric is taking over and trying to make it less. So they're trying to fight him and, His team of, like, or his, like, they've got dogs made out of, like, power cords. Really weird. Interesting how they did it. And, yeah. And it's about Max trying to take more control over things and more control over his dreams, but, you know, confident, you know, build more confidence and et cetera, et cetera. Um, It's okay. Yeah. It's, It's a fine move. I mean, it's, Kids are gonna like it. Adults not as much. Uh, But if you're looking for something for to put on for family movie night, we watched it on. I think it's on Netflix, so uh, should be fairly easy to find. And uh, it'll be some. If you if you need to go do laundry or go do chores around the house, have your kids go watch it, (laughs) because put that you can put that on. They will be entertained, and you can go get whatever you need to get done. So. So yeah. So Shark Boy and Lava Girl. And then lastly, um, one of the few times my wife and I watch a movie together, she wanted to stay up and uh, watch the documentary. Uh, it's on it's on HBO Max. Uh, it's called Class Action Park. So uh, it's based on the theme Action Park from uh, in New Jersey. Instead of the. It's because Johnny Knoxville made the movie, a movie, a narrative version, I guess, of this theme park in New Jersey. Where it's just, you know, hey, let's build this park and make it as, you know, dangerous as possible and such. And uh, so he's in the the narrative version of the movie. This is the documentary version. So they it focuses on a on the dangerously legendary water park and its slew of injuries and crimes along with child safety concerns it interviews a lot of people that work there it interviews uh, some people that are guests that uh, that says that um it like they interviewed Chris Gethard and he's a comedian Uh, He used to have a show on True TV called The Chris Gethard Show. He's been in movies, TV, all that stuff. They interviewed, like, a lot of the interviews were, like, of his experiences going there as a kid, as a young Mm -hmm. kid, about how dangerous and unsafe it is. And, like, how, and that they had, like, this, basically it was a water slide that was, like, a whoop de loop and how dangerous that was because when they first, you know, they feel... First built it they would test it out with employees would be the test dummies essentially and so they would go on this thing and they would wind up with like either broken noses someone come down with scrapes and abrasions and it turns out it's because uh they were scraping their body parts on broken teeth that had gotten stuck (laughs) in the slide from previous people that had gone through wow yeah so, and some of these other rides that um, where people would just get ran into things and and you know wind up with injuries. I think they end up having three deaths there um, at the water park. People were jumping off you know giant cliffs that shouldn't be jumped off of, right, and right. you know the lifeguards are pretty much non-existent. You know they're just kind of like. No, no, please don't do that. They would have people that would come to the water park, doing all these things that do not that did not know how to swim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, it's but they also had uh, like they had like an area that was like go karts and stuff like that, and uh, having accidents there too, and it's just crazy. Um, but. Uh, it was a very interesting documentary, though. It's, it is especially if you don't know a whole lot about it. It's a, uh, it's interesting, and it'll keep you. It'll make you, you know, just it'll kind of make you, if you're at least old enough to remember, how, you know, more rec- kind of how reckless the '80s were. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about, you know, the late '70s and '80s, how reckless things were. Because I mean, I. We used to do things as kids that now, you know, I would not want my kids to, you know, we're all a little more cautious and maybe more aware of how dangerous things were when we were growing up. So we're trying to make things safer now. And there's a lot more safety precautions. But uh, this film also talks about, you know, basically how it changed hands uh, several different times. And uh, yeah, it's, it's good though, I mean, I enjoyed it. It's uh an hour and thirty minutes long, so it's perfect length for a documentary. It doesn't need to be shorter, doesn't really need to be longer it it's it, and perfect it perfect went, time. I, yeah perfect time felt it felt it went fairly quickly it was enjoyable so uh yeah check i would if you have h b o max I would check it out it's it was a lot of fun uh to watch, and just you know they had a lot of footage um too, so yeah. I would check it out. All right, man. This is all you. All righty. <clears throat> so,
1: so I had recently checked out um, Welcome to Sudden Death. Sure.
0: Uh, Welcome <laughs> to Sudden Death. There you go. You to...
1: So it's on Netflix, but, but if you want to read and buy, it's on Voodoo, Prime, and Fandango now. Um. This film came out September 29th, 2020, so it's fairly recent, and it has a real sweet spot time frame of an hour and 21 minutes. So.
0: Oh, <laughs> 81 minutes, nice. Right, right.
1: Uh, it was directed by Dallas Jackson, and I think this is only the second featuring film, because the other one was called Thriller. I've never seen or heard of it, but uh, he was he's a producer of some upcoming projects, uh, Ghost Dog 2.
0: Or we're all producers of upcoming <laughs> projects.
1: <laughs> right. So apparently there's going to be a sequel to Ghost Dog. So it's Ghost Dog 2. Okay. And I think it's going to star Forest Whitaker and Riza. <laughs> At least so far, that's what's listed. So it's, it's I don't think they've gone to production yet. Uh, apparently there's going to be a remake to The Last Dragon, which he's producing. Yeah.
0: So he likes to make sequels and remakes?
1: Apparently. And then there's <laughs> another another movie called Black Mamba. That's in production. That's, or, that
0: so. is I think that's a sequel to Kill Bill.
1: Okay. I think yeah, um, I think that,
0: or a spin-off, I guess I should say. I think it's a spin-off okay. to Kill Bill. All
1: right. So uh, I'm, this movie's the so what?
0: I'm not 100% on that though.
1: Okay. Um this stars Michael Jai White, which you know if you've seen his movies you kind of know what to expect.
0: Spawn, yeah. Aquaman. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> That's the only two I can name off the top of my head.
1: Yeah. Um, so he's playing Jesse. Uh, Michael a- Michael Eklund as Job. Uh, Gary Owen is, makes a feature in this, plays Gus. And then uh, Jillian White, who is actually Michael J. White's wife in real life, plays okay. Gamma. Just to name a couple of people starring in this. So IMDb has it labeled as a sequel to Jean-Claude Van Damme's Sudden Death.
0: Okay, which I have seen, at least.
1: And, um, you know, it did have a working title of Sudden Death 2, but then they went with Welcome to Sudden Death. Uh, in this movie, uh, Jesse's a security guard who battles a group of tech-savvy terrorists, terrorists after they take hostages inside a bas- basketball arena. So, of course, with the first Sudden Death, it's centered around something similar to that, but it was a hockey game going on, which has Sudden Death. <laughs> basketball games don't have Sudden Death
0: nope no they sure
1: don't but but, um no no but so i kind of read down wrote down some similarities between the movies uh both characters take their kids to a sporting event which they're kind of working security at and sudden death jean-claude van Damme is a former firefighter so he's kind of like running um fire safety more more or less right um you still have terrorists that take over the press box with the political figure Sudden death is the vice president. This movie, it's the mayor and the governor. <laughs> um, you have the element of having to disarm bombs. Um, <clears throat> and the protagonist has a profession, and then something life-changing happens where they switch switch jobs because of what happens. Um, of course, in these situations, hostages get killed. <laughs> uh, and of course, this terrorists, all they want is money, but there's no real reason behind why they want it is just, I'm evil, I'm mean, and I want money.
0: Yeah, we're not going to focus too much on that. Yeah. We're just going to go, i do not going to focus too much on the plot.
1: <laughs> no, not at all. And then using basket, using the schematics to try to find these bombs to disarm And, of course, the difference is hockey is the game for sudden death. Basketball is this one. Um, And in both movies, the daughters have a high regard to the father, like he can do no wrong. And the sons are just like, eh, whatever, he's he's nothing or, you know, kind of lost, lost respect for him. Right. Uh, and in this movie, uh, Jesse, actually, he's still married, has he's with his family and in sudden death. You know, he's divorced and why ex-wife's moved on. Right. Um, Let's see. And. I mean, I guess the we were talking about how Netflix movies have been pretty good that we've watched. This is yeah. probably a, I guess, a dark moment <laughs> in that. It's like um, uh, excuse <laughs> me while I blow up your theory. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, going into this, you kind of know what to expect. It's to me, it's like it's cheesy and campy enough to where it's at least entertaining. And um, if you're a fan of Michael J. White, you'll enjoy it for him. But everything else is just yeah. poor acted. The dialogue is horrible. The even the choreography, the fight scenes, which you know
0: you think it would be well in it, is just it's not great. <laughs> so is <It's> it, slow. <laughs> so the question is: is it the is it the actual fighting that's bad, or is it the way it was shot? I think it's a mixture of
1: both. Okay, because <laughs> there's some some shots out of sequence where you see him in a certain position making a move, then the next yeah. shot it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Um and you know it's just not it's probably not not the best his his best action sequence compared to everything else he's been in um i I enjoyed it for probably the wrong reasons that the the makers wanted you to enjoy it for but um i laughed it's one of those i I guess accidental comedies (laughs) maybe wasn't (laughs) meant to be a comedy but right i enjoyed it for the probably the wrong reasons but you know overall it's not it's not great but
0: like a straight to Netflix or a straight to Redbox movie that yeah I mean it, it seemed to... like a
1: fit like like a late eighties early nineties straight to DVD type or straight to the rental gotcha. type movie where Friday night you at the video store the movie checked out but ah
0: this is good yeah we'll yeah. see what this is like yeah yeah um
1: um yeah I don't have much else to say about it I mean it's just not. <laughs> just wasn't great overall,
0: but I, well, I like had the a fact fun that experience. It, I like the fact that it's called Welcome to Sudden Death. There isn't a sudden death in basketball. But no. if you look if you look on the poster for the original Sudden Death, it says Terror goes into overtime, which basketball has overtime. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. should have been called Welcome They should have just reused the tagline. Yeah. They should have just reused the tagline. That's how you connect the two movies. There you go. But I mean, after terror, watching. Or terror Returns in Overtime. There you go. God, I should have is my calling.
1: So it's like, I don't know if this is a a remake or it would be I I couldn't say it's a sequel. Uh, yeah. Because it, 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 it does kind of follow similar plot points and, yeah. you know, takes his kids. One thing I'll say is in both movies, the son does yeah. what his dad says, doesn't leave the seat, stays there no matter what happens. And the daughter doesn't and gets kidnapped and part of, the you know, so I mean, it follows it to a T with a little differences here and there.
0: I think for my kids, it would seriously be the other way around. My daughter would be the one that would stay in her seat. My son, who can't stay in his seat to save his life anyways, would be the one that would not be in his seat. He would be the one that gets kidnapped.
1: That would have been good if they had switched it up for that. You know, they just need to have met my kids. (laughs) um then another difference with this um um john claude's character was basically by himself trying to do everything but at least in this movie jesse has gus gary owens kind of as the Uh sidekick slash comic relief gotcha you know but um but yeah that this is the black mark on our Netflix experience, I guess.
0: Okay. And you're yeah, shouting from the other room saying, yes, I could. You hear me talk <laughs> trash about him. The only time he hears me is whenever I'm talking about him and not to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God bless him. All right, man. Um, we're actually running early, man. How's that happening?
1: Ah, shoot. Never
0: happens. Well,
1: Usually I'd have like three or four movies. Well, <laughs> you and me to.
0: both, you know, yeah. lately. But uh, you know, for me, there's just been so much like stuff I've been watching that are not movies per se. Like I've been I talked to you about this. Um, like I watched the uh, the Comey Files on or file or whatever the hell it's called the TV movie that they did for Showtime, but it's in two parts about um, essentially about FBI former FBI director James Comey's book, A Higher Loyalty, mm-hmm. and uh, they made it into a movie with uh, Jeff Daniels as Comey and uh, Brendan Gleeson as the president. And it's a two-parter, but they're like an hour and a half each, so it's like two movies essentially. Right. But you know, it's one storyline. So I watched that. It was it was fine. It was fine. Uh, the casting everybody looked. Like the people they're supposed to look like. Um, as much as possible. Story was okay. And I don't know, it just felt like something was missing. they so Brenda Gleason tried to do too much. I'll take al Baldwin. <laughs> I'll take his his version of the president over Gleason's, but you know, he tried to do something different, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Um it was okay. Yeah, it was fine. Um I'll always take a documentary, I guess, over over uh, narrative of something like that um which was the other thing i watched was on hbo has something called agents of chaos where they went through the 2016 election um, but not in the same way that you've seen it i guess because interview russian you know people that live in russia um, that worked for rt that worked for media that also but also people that live there kind of interview them and it's all in russian you have to read the subtitles um, but they also interviewed people that worked for the government, um, about them hacking, you know, trying to hack into, uh, servers and all that stuff. And it was actually pretty interesting. Uh, I really actually enjoyed it. Um, and it's another two-parter also, okay. uh, they were only an hour each, so they weren't, you know, they could equal one movie. They should have just made it one movie, but whatever. Um, but it was really informative. I'll probably, I may actually, I may actually go back and rewatch it. Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, and then, uh, I'm trying to think what else, but I've been watching stuff like that. So I haven't really watched movie movies, but yeah, yeah two part things that could be made movies I've watched. Um, yeah. And then, uh, this week, I'm not sure what we're watching. Not sure what we got going on for family movie night. Uh, I don't think we've decided. We might try and watch one of the Spy Kids movies. I've actually okay. never seen any of them because I've never had any reason to watch them. Right. Because um, when they came out, you know, I was shoot, I was in my mid twenties, so I hadn't. I wasn't at the age where I wanted to watch kids movies, you know. So yeah. And then never really showed him New York when he was younger. Um, but I think he he would probably like them now. So we may watch. We may watch that or something else. I don't know. Um, we'll figure it out. We got a week. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I mean, I I did watch some other movies, but you know, it wasn't like I wanted that'd be to just worth
0: talking about. Yeah. Really? I mean,
1: I could mention them, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um. So you know, I, I was listening to our buddies over at Two Dollar A Fee. Yep. Shout out. Listen to some of their episodes, and they covered they covered the movie North Shore, and then they later had the interview with um. Uh, John Philbin who starred in the movie, and from listening to the interview and their review of the movie, I was like, you know what, I wanna, I wanna check it out, cause I, it, it felt like something that I had watched when I was younger, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it, so I, I was able to find it, and I watched it, and I mean, I agree with them, it, it, it's, it's something that does hold, you know, a lot of movies from that time don't hold over too well, watching it today, but it was pretty, pretty interesting, pretty, pretty good movie, I enjoyed it. Now I'm glad I looked it up to watch it. Yeah,
0: cool.
1: Um, and then another movie that was suggested to me by one of the charge nurses on Ten North, mm-hmm. uh, the Black Hole, which is on Disney Plus. I had never watched oh, that. Yeah. So I I, I checked that out. Um, what did you I mean, think? It's heavy on it's heavy on dialogue, but because I was read, I I was actually reading some reviews like, man, it's just talking, talk. Talking, talking. It's more talking but, I mean, than an Eric like,
0: movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, I liked it. It was, it was kind of cheesy a little bit, and, you know. Oh, but yeah. um, but I mean, it was enjoyable. Like I, I didn't feel like, oh, I need to turn this off. But you know, for the time, you know, it was like 1979.
0: Yeah, 1979 starring uh, uh, Maximilian Sch- Maximilian Shell, uh. And- uh, Anthony Perkins, Robert Forrester, right. uh, Joseph Bottoms, Yvette Minimiu, uh, Ernest Borgnine, yeah, That's awesome, decent, Roddy McDowell, Slim Pickens, like it's got a great cast, and it is, it, it is extremely heavy on the dialogue. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I, I right didn't after, find it. All yeah, right. like right after we got Disney Plus, that was like one of the first movies I watched after yeah. we got Disney Plus. Because okay. <clears throat> I hadn't, because it's all the old movies that they don't, you know, it's not like ones you can find easily. Right. and I watched that one and uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, with uh, uh, Kurt Douglas. Okay. Because I'd never, uh, I'd, or, yeah, I'd never watched it, so I was like, I wanna watch it. So I watched both of them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's an hour and thirty-eight minutes, but it does feel like an easily a two-hour movie though it did feel like it. oh yeah. it did, <laughs> did kind of drag and but the effects though for 1979 I mean, it was 2 years after star wars but yeah. you know disney's trying to get on some of that space money you know yeah so but the effects and the set pieces were great though and you know uh something back in uh last year you know uh december you know whenever or november last november when i talked to when, I, when we had uh, Chris Mancini on, and mm-hmm. that was one of the things we talked about as far as like Disney remakes. Instead so of make remaking their their animated movies, and they ought to remake their live action movies, you
1: mm-hmm. know, that they have in their vault. And this would be,
0: and this would be one. This is one of those movies that him and I discussed was remaking the Black Hole, because you know with the effects now, I mean you could really do a lot, you know, yeah. with with a movie like this. And maybe not hire Aaron Sorkin to write it. <laughs> <laughs> But, have, you know, but it's something you can really do something with, and it's very interesting. So, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I thought it was heavy on the dialogue, but it's still good to watch. Um, And I would, yeah. I don't think any I don't, kid, younger kids will be bored by it. It's definitely like a 12 and older type yeah. of movie. If you can get them to sit and watch it because it's a dated movie and... I mean, it's in color, so there's more chances them watching it. <laughs> true. So, um, but yeah. That's true. All right, well, let's get into... Uh, we can go ahead and get into trailers. Um, okay. So they released, instead of the teaser for it, they released an actual trailer for Free Guy. If you remember, this is the new Ryan Reynolds movie um, directed by Sean Levy. Who... Uh, and it also stars Taika Watiti, Jody Comer, Joe Carey, uh Little Rail, Howry's in it. Uh I'm trying to see who else is in it that we would probably know. But yeah, so it's about a bank teller discovers that he's actually a uh NPC inside of a brutal open world uh video game. Uh I'm looking forward to seeing this. Is that non-player character? Is that what that means? Non-playable. Yeah. Non-playable. Yeah. I'm also getting a yes from the other room. <laughs> Should have brought him in for this part. Um, So there's a new trailer for that one. Uh, So it shows a release date of December 11, 2020, but seeing as AMC and uh, now Regal are closing again. Yeah. We'll see how movies movies going that sucks because i was seriously contemplating going to see tenant and it looks like nope not today
1: so i think they should just just drop just 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 drop it release it for rental and purchase like maybe like a month of rentals and then do the purchase after that yes and
0: just 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 do that (laughs) and i'll be one of those idiots that will probably double dip. i will probably pay twenty dollars for rental and then go back again you know, a month or however long later, and pay $20 to buy it because it's yeah. no one. And I, you know.
1: That's what I was saying that Disney should do it
0: with Black Widow. Don't
1: do that premium pricing. Just put it on the other streaming services for about five, four or five months yep. and then bring it over to Disney Plus. And but just, make it to where they can rent it for 20 bucks, not 30 Yes. <laughs> Drop it on... All the you know, Apple TV, Google Play, whatever platforms, and just leave it open because nobody's gonna want to just get Disney Plus for one movie if they don't already have it exactly. Yeah, um, so that's what messed up Mulan. (laughs) they should have just released it to regular streaming and then down the road brought to Disney Plus like they (laughs) plan, just like they do with the theater, just regular, just a regular release rent it or buy it if they choose, or rent it anyway and then put right. it for Blu-ray and DVD later and Disney Plus
0: So uh, next up there's a the trailer for the remake of uh, Roald Dolls: The Witches uh, starring Anne Hathaway Octavia Spencer oh, yeah. uh, The Tooch Stanley Tucci Chris Rock um, let's see here And then some kids I don't know. (laughs) And, yeah, some other cast people that I don't uh, recognize names of. Um, So it's based on the Roald Dahl's 83 classic book, The Witches. The story tells the scary, funny, and imaginative tale of a seven-year-old boy who has a run in with some real-life witches. I actually didn't like this movie when it came out in 1990 with Angelica Houston. I I watched it. I was twelve, I think, twelve or thirteen, somewhere around there. And I, yeah. yeah, didn't like it. I was not a fan. So I was like, yeah, I don't like this one. I've never watched it since. Maybe this will be a good one. <laughs> maybe this will be. Maybe they could do something fun with it. Yeah. Um, uh, but that's coming to HBO Max. Uh, looks like October twenty second. And then, uh, you know how we've talked about sequels that nobody's ever asked for
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yet here we are <coughs> said it last week with uh, the Croods. Um, I'm saying it this week for the Borat subsequent movie film <laughs> this the follow up to the 2006 comedy centering on a real life adventure on real life adventures of a fictional uh Kazakh uh, television journalist named Borat or named Borat yeah <sighs> Sorry, starring <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen as uh, Borat. Apparently, the Vice President is in it. it. Says self under the credits, and and Rudy Giuliani uh, also in this. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, directed by Jason Wolliner, who's directed uh, the Last Man on Earth. And uh, Nathan, for you, trade show show, okay. Well, a few episodes of what what we do in the shadows, yeah, so uh, with Bob and Dave, you know, so, yep, so TV stuff, and that is coming to Amazon Prime October 23rd. And then let's see, Jingle Jangle, Jingle Jangle, already getting our Christmas movies started. Yeah. So Jingle Jangle is a Christmas, Jingle Jangle, Cohen, a Christmas journey. An imaginary world uh, comes to life in a holiday tale of an eccentric toy maker, his adventurous granddaughter, and a magical invention that helps the power to change their lives forever. Directed by David E. Talbot and starring Forrest Whitaker, Anika Noni-Rose, Keegan-Michael Key, Hugh Bonneville. Oh, shoot. Cosby's wife, Felicia Rashad. Uh, actually, I guess it, technically it's Ahmad Rashad's wife, but anyways, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see, who else? Trying to see if there's anybody else I recognize. Um but, yeah, uh, it looks just from what I've looked at, it looks pretty cool, so um definitely original, so it's not a remake or some, yeah, but you know, from what I'm looking at, it looks pretty cool though, um force Whitaker's got some sal Guerrero hair going on in this movie again <laughs> right rogue one, rogue one hair um. Anyways, it's going to be released on Netflix. Uh, it says it's in post-production, so there's no date yet, but I'm sure it's probably going to be coming around Christmas time. would make sense. Right. Um, and then the last week, if you're a friend, um, speaking of remakes, <laughs> hmm. The Craft Legacy. Dun, dun, dun. A group of high school students from a coven of witches, uh, yeah, it's a sequel to the ninety-six film The Craft. Starring Michelle Monahan, uh Kaylee Spaney, Gideon Edwin, David Duchovny, uh Hannah Gordon, Lovey Simone, Nicholas Gallatsin, Zoe Luna, and uh yeah. Some other characters. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh coming like uh october 28th directed by zoe wister jones who's uh looks like she's directed some indie films and uh see here trying to see where it's it's, sorry it's blumhouse's the craft legacy but it says uh on demand on demand everywhere october 28th so i guess it's not coming to a streaming service, they're going to it's gonna be a straight to rental type of film. But yeah. And uh store up, man. So
1: it it looks like it'll be interesting. I don't know. Hopefully just more of a homage to the original and yeah. with a new take but Yeah know. maybe
0: we'll see. <laughs> yeah. But yeah I'm cool with that. So give it a whirl yeah uh, well, we'll see um it'd be great if we actually had a, <laughs> uh if we had a better idea where uh, movies what direction movies are going but you know I'm glad they're cl- I mean from people I know they've gone they they've uh you know it's been a positive experience yeah because <clears throat> there are women in number of tickets being sold and and all that uh I don't know if it's because they're not bringing in enough money to for it. They're not bringing in enough sales to accommodate, you know, paying employees and paying for films and everything. So right. I don't know if that's the reasoning. And I mean, they cite COVID is the reason, but that makes sense. But I mean, that's kind of vague though, too, because you can cite COVID as the excuse or as the reason. True. But not actually, and but not have it be because, uh, you know, it's gone through the theaters just because it, it, you know, people aren't coming. So it's, yeah,
1: it's, but I think a lot of it, you know, a lot of the big movies are being pushed back that they yeah. were looking forward to coming out. And, um, the article I read said, since the new James Bond got postponed again, then that was kind of like that last draw Cause there's right. nothing else big really coming out the rest of the year. So I was like, we'll just shut down until things we level out.
0: To come out this month.
1: I, <laughs> I, was know. Like, I, was I think the they want like to our
0: asses to the theater. <laughs> I
1: yeah. uh, thought maybe, I, I mean, I, I guess they're like, it's probably going to get postponed again. So it's like, let's just close down until we know for sure these big movies are actually going to be in the theater, you know. Yeah. But it's kind I of just, a bummer.
0: Just, I just think <laughs> they're missing out, man. I think yeah. they're missing out on it. Well, and the drive-thrus, I guess, are still, or not drive-thrus, drive-ins are still open. Drive-ins. Over and I think you brought yeah. – I think you were telling me, you know, they just, they just send it there and just call it, you know, send it send there, that. put it on rental, and then – Yeah. I mean, still that. release it. Yeah. You know,
1: if it's good and it comes out – the People see it. Yeah. We just need more options of places to go for drive-ins. People right. go to that because you can distance, social distance in your car. Yes. And the only issue or concern there would be, you know, bathroom or getting concessions. But – like the one that's here in Watertown, I think they charge maybe like a 5 or $10 fee where you can just bring your own food. You know? Right. And then they give you a discount if you buy their food. So I'm like... Exactly. Yeah, let's, let's do that.
0: Let's do more of that. And,
1: yeah. yeah. And then they went back to charging per car instead of individual, what they were doing for a while. Yeah. Now it's based on if you have two people or four, that's a set price. And I mean, I like that experience. Yeah.
0: But, we... We actually thought about going this weekend. We ended up not going. Um, yeah. But uh, we ended up doing something else uh, instead. But we had thought about going because um, they were showing Harry Potter and they were showing. Uh, they were showing Harry Potter on one screen and they were showing. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And they were showing Harry Potter on one screen and showing Hocus Pocus on the other. So I was like asking my kids, well, I mean, it's like asking my kids where they want to go to eat and one gives one place and one gives the other or things to go do. Do you want to go out and go do, go here or do you want to just stay home? Stay home, go out. So it's, it's going to be, which movie do you want to see? Harry Potter or Hocus Pocus? Harry Potter, Hocus Pocus. So it's just, yeah,
1: it's just easier just to go,
0: just to be like, we'll just stay home (laughs) or we'll just go do this and stuff. It's just easier that way. So, but true. Yeah. True. One thing.
1: Soon the drive-ins are gonna close 'cause once it gets cold, they're gonna they're gonna close just normal because of the weather. I yeah. think Around December is usually when they when they stop airing movies and then open back up in the spring.
0: But they may so. end up. Shoot, they may stay open. I mean, with all this going on, they may end up they staying could. open. I mean, they may make If could, they're making, 'cause if they're making enough money. Plus, you know. For me, it makes more sense at least to stay open in the fall, at least until, until it gets really cold out, because it gets darker earlier, which mm-hmm. is better for people to have families. Because, you know, during the summer, which is the more optimal time to go to the drive-in because of the weather, movies don't start until 8. Shoot, my kids go to bed at like 8.30. Right. I o'clock at the latest. So we're, you know, it's... But now, it's already starting to get dark, so it's, like, a lot easier to get them to go now, because, getting, because the movies will start earlier, because it's getting darker True. earlier. True. And then, you know, because it'll be dark at 7, so you can start a movie at 7, and then if you only just stay for 1, <laughs> you're still leaving at, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock. True. Instead of starting it. <laughs> <laughs> at that time, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. We'll see what happens. Um... We'll see what happens But yeah um, Yeah so I guess that's About all I got man I've got to figure out What I'm going to watch this week So Yeah same here Yep <laughs> Got to figure that out Um, I did watch
1: Okay this This past Sunday was They finally aired The season finale For Walking Dead season 10 And then yeah. premiered uh, Walking Dead The World Beyond That premiered Right the uh, finale was it was it was decent I mean it pretty much capped off and ended the whisper war kind of in a way I didn't ex- think they would but I mean it was cool
0: okay and then
1: the new show got introduced to these new characters are following four kids I think it'll be four kids and two adults and it seems cool so far i don't I don't know okay. it's too early to say
0: but it's interesting okay cool yeah cool 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 all right, man. Well, I guess for myself, Jeff Hall, and my awesome co-host. Patrick Terry. We will talk to you all next week, and hopefully see you, well, virtually, uh, Sunday night for for our next uh, watch party, the Pastor. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody.